beer when I'm doing karaoke because I need to be way more intoxicated than beer can get me to do karaoke ever again. My one experience doing karaoke was really embarrassing and I'll just leave it at that. Yup. Welcome to Tapped In with Ashley. This week, we're talking about different types of beers for different situations, but I'm also going to propose a challenge that kind of came up during this recording as well. Okay, so as you guys just heard, I don't do karaoke, and there's actual video proof of how horrible I was, so I'm going to propose a challenge to my audience and everyone. If I can get 50-5-0 people to share this podcast episode on Instagram, I will post on my story me singing karaoke, and you guys can see how bad it is. But I need 50 reposts and shares by next Thursday, so a full week. If I don't get 50, not posting it. So let's see how badly you guys actually want to see me making a complete and utter fool of myself. I also need to be tagged in the post. Okay, that's just the challenge, and here's the actual podcast episode. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so thankful that you're here. I've kind of been on this beer kick, um, so we're going to kind of stay with that through today's episode. Again, another solo one, trying to keep it interesting, something different, but kind of short and sweet. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, please tell your friends, help it grow. Also, please feel free to share this episode or the podcast in general on social media. And if you do that, please tag me so that I can repost and share you as well. And lastly, if you're so inclined, please smash that subscribe button or follow button or wherever you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. All right, moving right along. Actually, no, I lie. Stay tuned, there will also be some really interesting content coming up on different platforms, um, trying to do some interesting new interactive things. That's all I'll say right now. Hopefully more will be coming by next week. Um, some fun partnerships and things are in the work, which I'm super excited about. Okay, now moving right along. So I've been doing a ton of just nerdy research and I wanted to give you guys a really fun fact So this is the fun fact of the day. According to a study done by the British Beer and Pub Association, which I totally want to be a part of, that sounds awesome, a pint of beer with about 4.6 to 5% alcohol contains fewer calories than wine, milk, or fruit juice. So as a kid, I used to drink milk all the time. And yes, I was a chubby kid, but now (laughs) I can drink beer and not feel as guilty about it as long as I'm being somewhat healthy throughout the rest of the day. So I just, I found that and thought that was wicked funny and wanted to share. Okay, so for today, as I mentioned, it's going to be another solo episode. I've gotten a lot of questions kind of um, about how when you're, again, starting into the beer industry and trying to get familiar with beer, how to start and more kind of simplistic terms of explaining it to everybody. So I wanted to kind of talk about 
my sister said it's uh, as mood beer. So what you would want to drink for certain occasions or if you're in a certain mood, that kind of thing. So another way that people can kind of put into context different kinds of beer because there are so many. And I'm only going to go through a few. And then obviously if this is something that people like, um, I can go into more down the road. I definitely previously talked about this one. It's not super applicable for right now, but since I already talked about it, I figured I'd, I'd make it uh, a little bit more explained here. So a stout and a porter. Jesse and I were having this discussion. They're two different types of beers, but they're both very rich, chocolatey, coffee-esque, very heavy beers. And for me, I love those in the winter. They're very, it might sound strange, but very warming. They make you really happy and they're very filling, um, you know, so you think of like hibernation, the stout and a porter are really great in the winter. You know, I can always picture myself like cozying up with a, a, a nice stout by a nice fire on a cold night with a blanket, with a good book, those kinds of things. So for me, a stout is something that's really, really perfect for a winter's night. Um, something that maybe is outdoor with fire, like a campfire is really uh, something that'd be perfect for a stout. Again, they, these are all just my opinions, but this is like, something I'd firmly believe. And then switching seasons um, to an IPA. So that's probably one of the most common beer types that are is known. It's IPA stands for Indian Pale Ale. And those, there's, they're so complex because it depends on how it's brewed. So I feel like this is something that's really easy when you're getting into trying to learn about beer, getting into IPAs first as a good start starting point because at each brewery you go to or each beer you try as an IPA will be different. So some might be really hoppy, some might be more understated. But for me, that's a really fun summer beer, something to kind of have like on the beach or with a group of friends. Um, they tend, depending on what type you get, they can be pretty high in alcohol content. So maybe again, similar with a stout, kind of one and done, um, or whatever you, your goal is for that night. But it's very complex. There can be a lot of different flavors and undertones, which to me is really fun. So for me, a situation besides maybe the beach or being out with friends on a boat, um, where you would have an IPA might be like a date night, because if one date, if your date gets maybe something different, you have an IPA, as I mentioned with the different undertones, you could try and discuss what you're tasting and um, if they like it, if you like it. There's, I feel like more room for conversation with an IPA because again, it's one of the more common beers that people um, who are just starting out or who are in the beer world tend to gravitate towards. So that's a really classic one. You really can't go wrong. It keeps it interesting. And again, it's really fun to discuss and compare and contrast. Okay, moving right along, a wheat beer. So this is, again, there's many varieties of wheat beer. I'm just trying to keep it general for right now. It's one of the oldest styles, types of beers. So there's a lot of history. So for me, a wheat beer can be very nerdy to get if you know kind of what you like. You can have, it depends how it is brewed as well. But to me, yeah, they're very old fashioned. They're kind of classic. So I always think of like it being kind of nerdy to, to like the wheat beers and you know what you like, you stick with what you like and depending on, again, how it's brewed, what style, uh, what country type style it's brewed in. Um, they're kind of nerdy, but it can educate yourself 
especially if you're at a brewery and asking the right questions and learning the history. So to me, a perfect place to have a wheat beer would be like an outdoor event, maybe associated with like a museum or something. Um, I've been to a beer release associated with a Victorian mansion in, in Maine, and it was all about fundraising. And it was kind of dorky because you got to learn about the mansion and then you got you got to have this new beer. So, you know, it's old fashioned. So I think kind of educational kind of goes with it. So I think that could be a, a cool beer in that kind of genre of events or things to do. Or if you're at a brewery and they specialize in wheat beers, definitely something I would order. Okay, and the last one I'm gonna talk about is I'll just stick with the general topic of a fruit fruit beer. So these are not my favorites, I will say that. Um, I tend to grab away, gravitate, excuse me, away from the fruity type beers, but that's just my own personal style. I know people who absolutely love fruit type beer um, sours or just, you know, brewed with fruits. Uh, Allagash does a bunch with cherries and raspberries and such. For me, if you're ordering a fruit beer, you either know that you love it and you like that like punch of flavor and you might be more adventurous or I don't know, more familiar with wine or something. To me, a fruit beer could be a fun thing to order like when you're going dancing or doing karaoke or something kind of crazy and fun and adventurous. I will not order a beer when I'm doing karaoke because I need to be way more intoxicated than beer can get me to do karaoke ever again. My one experience doing karaoke was really embarrassing and I'll just leave it at that. Yep. Only a few people will know what I'm talking about and we'll keep it like that. It was just very embarrassing. I can't sing for my life. So, um, but fruit beers have a wide range and can be really fun. So I think that that could be something, again, something that's fun and adventurous like karaoke or dancing or something along those lines. Okay, one of the last things I will touch on and encourage people to do is to really look up in your area. I'm not sure where you're turning, tuning in from, what country or what region of the United States you're in, but Google some of your local breweries. After COVID kind of is winding down, hopefully a lot of places have opened up beer gardens and tried to really rebound from this hard time so again, in my neighborhood, uh, as we mentioned a few episodes ago, we live in the North Shore and a local brewery is Channel Marker for us. And they've been doing can releases and there's such a huge following here. They're always sold out. I actually haven't had a chance to get my hands on any because um, it goes so quickly. But they've stopped doing can releases and they've uh, set up a beer garden in their adjacent side street, which I'm so excited to go to and support them because it's a really great brewery and also they're right down the street and their beer is fantastic. But, you know, getting out and being a little bit more social now and trying new things, I really encourage you if you have the opportunity to do just a little bit of research and see what's in your area and local breweries and try and support them. Um, it's been a really tough time, I think, for the whole industry. But again, and, and we've touched on this, like try something new, do something fun. And I think a brewery is a great opportunity for people to do that. That's my little plug for, you know, shop local and drink local and have some fun, bring some people. If you want tips on um, how to go to a brewery or what to do and how to prepare, listen to last week's episode. I gave five tips and some information about how to go to a brewery and have the most fun you can have and be prepared. So tune into that. If you do find a place that you're interested in going to, listen to that episode first and you'll be super prepared. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. 
If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or just want to say hey, feel free to DM me. My Instagram is theashley underscore K. And if you want to do a more formal form of reaching out, you can always email me at taftinconnect at gmail.com. I'm super excited for all the excited, like all the, I, I keep saying exciting for all the, oh God, what's another, what's a good word for exciting for future? How about that? I'm excited for the bright future and all the fun content and I'll, I'll just leave it at fun content coming your way. So please stay tuned for that. Um, and like I said, please reach out any questions. I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks everyone. Bye.